0: Who gets to decide a Liberty based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society, drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. All right. Hello, 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 everybody. And welcome to another episode of who gets to decide this is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining me this evening. Glad you're here. Happy you are listening. What is going on in the world? Well, some interesting news in COVID. COVID is like the gift that just keeps on giving. We're never gonna stop talking about COVID because every day that goes by it gets more and more sinister, more and more perverse and crazy and dangerous, not not to mention dangerous. And so today we're gonna to talk about COVID some more. The reason this topic interests me so much is because it's just the perfect illustration of how the government interferes with your liberty, your rights about your own body, about what you put in your body, um, about your health. I mean, who's, whose responsibility is your health other than yours? And who would be able to make the best decisions about your health other than you? And, you know, this is just, it's, it's a representation of how the government doesn't, doesn't respect our liberty. It doesn't respect our property. It doesn't even really respect our own opinion about our own body. Uh, they, they, uh, they, these technocrats, uh, these health technocrats, f- think they know so much about the human body that we should just roll over and listen to them no matter what. We should just do whatever they say, whenever they say it. And this is just a, this is a form of tyranny. This is a form of autocracy. This is a form of autocratic type uh, rule. And I don't think that's an overstatement. I think the fact that they locked us down, they closed businesses. I mean, some people spent their whole lives, you know, setting up a business, running a business, getting that business healthy, developing a clientele, only to lose it during COVID. And and it was completely uh, arbitrary by the government. They had no scientific basis for shutting down these businesses, closing these restaurants or anything. And yet they did it anyway. And so I think the COVID story is more, more, almost more than anything. And maybe it's because it's so close to us right now. We're still living through it. That it's just a perfect illustration of how the government is, first of all, inept and maybe sinister, you know, and maybe evil. Um, But at the very least, you have to say that that it's ineffective and doesn't know how to, you know, manage anything. And uh, and individual's health is is no different. So today we had this report from this New England Journal of Medicine. And it to me, it's very damning. I mean, the New England Journal of Medicine is a very reputable um, publication where um, studies are collected and peer-reviewed and, I mean, this is this is a, a very serious um, uh, publication. This is not some crackpot deal. And the information coming out of this study, uh, I believe it was out of the UK, is very, very disturbing. And you got to wonder, you've you got to know that these people that are pushing these vaccines, they've got to know about this stuff. And yet they continue to push it.
1: Negem's study confirms COVID vaccination causes new form of acquired immune deficiency syndrome and takes five months to kill. A new study published in the New England Journal of Medicine has concluded that the mRNA COVID-19 injections destroy the natural immune system. The study backs up months of work conducted by the team here at the EXPOSE analyzing official government data in which we uncovered severe immune system degradation among the vaccinated population that worsens by the week, suggesting the vaccinated are developing some new form of acquired immune deficiency syndrome.
0: So those of you that listen to the program, you know I'm not a doctor, but you know I've talked about this, that the spike protein biodistributes into all these other places in your body and presents a spike protein on tissues where it's not supposed to be. And I've said from the very beginning, this sounds like some sort of autoimmune problem that we're going to have in the future. And here it is in the New England Journal of Medicine. So how can, you know, a dummy like me who studied engineering, which is not hard to do, I mean, it's not, a, it's not an impossible thing to do, and it doesn't mean you know everything. But how is somebody like me, who doesn't even understand all the ins and outs of you know, the, the way the body chemistry works and everything, how, how is it that I can come up with this hypothesis and question the vaccine early on? Like way back in, I don't know, July and August of 2021 is when I first started questioning this and started doing the research. How is it that I can do this and doctors, you know, nothing, it's crickets, not all doctors, but the vast majority of doctors have weighed in nada on this whole fiasco. And isn't the, their creed, you know, first do no harm. I mean, this is a very damaging, I mean, what you just heard is the headline and kind of the byline, the opening sentence or two of the article. They're saying that the vaccine actually causes your immune system to wane, to weaken over time, which is exactly what happens in AIDS, okay, autoimmune deficiency syndrome, is when your immune system weakens to the point where basically anything can kill you, and that's what they're seeing now in vaccinated people, in in large numbers. We're going to hear the numbers in a minute. Uh, But the numbers are, are, the magnitudes are significant. These are not just a half a percent or something. These are ginormous numbers.
1: It also supports further analysis of official government data that suggests COVID-19 vaccination takes approximately five months to kill. The huge study was conducted by several doctors and scientists at the University of North Carolina and the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services. Source among 887,193 children 5 to 11 years of age in the study, 193,346 SARS-CoV-2 infections occurred between March 11, 2020, and June 3, 2022, a total of 309 of the infected children were known to be hospitalized, and 7 were known to have sadly died. A total of 273,157 of the children in the study had received at least one dose of the BNT-162b2 vaccine between November 1st, 2021 and June 3rd, 2022.
0: Okay, so I don't know if you caught that. 880,000 children were in this study. 309,000 of them were hospitalized after getting infected. This is so they were vaccinated. 880,000 or so were in the study that were vaccinated. Of those, 309,000 ended up in the hospital uh, when, they, when they later got infected with COVID-19. And there, uh, uh, 290,000 or so had at least one dose of the mRNA vaccine. Now, I, I don't know, you know... I mean, this, this disease killed roughly a million people, supposedly, in the United States. And we still don't really know what that number is. I've heard that that number is as low as 700,000. But you're talking about a number, uh, about a third of that, were hospitalized because, it sounds like to me, because they were vaccinated, not because they had COVID. Children weren't having any COVID problems before vaccination started. Uh, children uh, it, you you had a real uh, it was very unlikely that you would you would have any kind of severe effects from covid or end up in a hospital or anything um, before they started vaccinating these kids so this is a this is a very damning study and if you're a parent out there and you're listening to me right now i, I don't know what you're thinking uh, you really should be questioning whether or not you should give these vaccines. In fact, you should just be saying, no, I'm not going to vaccinate my child.
1: The study authors used a counting process extension of the Cox model to formulate the time varying effects of the BNT 162b2 vaccine and previous SARS-CoV-2 infection on the rate of SARS-CoV-2 infection with adjustment for demographic variables. Here are their findings. Charter shows that the effectiveness of the COVID-19 injection against infection fell below zero by April 2022 among children vaccinated in November 2021. It also shows that the effectiveness of the COVID-19 injection against infection fell below zero by June 2022 among children vaccinated in December 2021. Chart B shows that the COVID-19 injection was proving to have negative effectiveness against infection among both children who had previously been infected with COVID-19 prior to vaccination and children who had not been infected with COVID-19 prior to vaccination within 20 to 22 weeks, five months, after they were given the first dose.
0: You know, you should go uh, pull this, this journal uh, article yourself. Just search on uh, New England Journal of Medicine uh, COVID vaccine study and look for the headline that you heard in the very beginning. And, you know, what, what this, what these charts, I know you can't see the charts, but you can go back and listen. And then if you want, pull up the, uh, the article yourself, but what these charts show is that after COVID vaccination, uh, the immune system for the the children in the study weakens to the point where, they're more likely to get not only is it not only is the vaccine not effective what what it does is it's it's it has negative effic- efficacy which really is not a thing okay there's no such thing as negative efficacy what what it's showing is that the the immune system of the child has been damaged to the point where the vaccine to the point excuse me to the point where the covid is actually more likely uh, the child is more likely to get COVID in the community. So what this study shows is that we've actually damaged the immune system of children. And then that is a very serious kind of thing. I mean, you know, disease kills a lot of people anyway. But if you have a weakened immune system, I mean, this this could be an epidemic like, like the like certainly like this country's never seen and really globally we're talking about this is this is happening globally.
1: Charts he shows that unvaccinated children who had previously been infected with COVID-19 were still proving to have positive immunity to reinfection against all variants of the COVID-19 injection by May 2022. Chart D shows that vaccinated children who had previously been infected with COVID-19 were proving to have zero immunity against reinfection with the Delta variant, and the same decline was beginning to be seen against reinfection with the Omicron variant. What does all of the above tell us? It tells us that the effectiveness of the COVID-19 injections declines sharply and enters negative territory. It tells us that the COVID-19 injection destroys any naturally acquired immunity from previous infection. It tells us that it takes approximately five months for the negative effectiveness of the COVID-19 injection to be realized. This is extremely concerning for several reasons.
0: So you might have to go back and listen to it, but it's very subtle there. But chart C that the uh, author talks about shows essentially that there was no problem that uh, unvaccinated children were showing good levels of immunity to subsequent infections of COVID-19. But then when they get to charts D and E, they're talking about how uh, a previously vaccinated child um, that, res- that got COVID-19 saw subsequent declines in, in immunity uh, with each with each time they got COVID-19 after they were vaccinated. Now this is very disturbing. That means that means essentially there was no problem, okay? So remember the the creed that doctors have first do no harm. And these are doctors, right? These are doctors running these programs. And I don't know if it's the the God syndrome, you know, where they think they're so smart. they have they lack so much, they lack humility to the point where, their hubris uh, just leads them to do crazy things because they think they can. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's causing this or if it's just purely government power and money being foisted upon these people. I'm not really sure what the deal is, but clearly there was no problem. I mean, children were not dying at all in 2021 from COVID-19, at all. And that's when the most... That's when the most uh, aggressive, uh, uh, deadly part of the virus was was spreading, is during 2021. And, and what, they started, they started vaccinating children in November of 2021? I mean, late in 2021, okay, when, when the variants started to happen. For why? For what purpose? Well, I'm going to put my conspiracy hat on here a little bit. What what I read is that in order to have the immunity be a done deal for the for the companies for the um, for the drug companies like Pfizer and Moderna, they have to get it approved by ch- uh, for children. That's what I heard. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but that certainly would give them the motivation to get immunity because this this vaccine has killed a lot of people. It's harmed a lot of people. Um, a lot of people's lives are never going to be the same after taking this quote unquote, vaccine, which was really an experimental gene therapy. And, you know, I've said it so many times on this program, but you, you just, you just don't realize how dangerous the government can be. You, you, a lot of people kind of blindly trust the government. You know, they, they, they think, well, the government wouldn't do this or the government wouldn't do that. But again, I'm going to remind you, that in the 20th century, that is from 1900 to 1999 or to 2000, governments around the world killed almost 170 million people. Now, it's quite possible that this fiasco could exceed that number and we're not even in the third, we're just barely into the third decade. So let that sink in. I mean, this is These people are dangerous people, okay? If it's not war they're waging, it's war on the citizens. Um, You know, there's people among these government types and these NGO types that think that there's too many people on the planet. They really do. That's part of their worldview is, wow, the planet can't support 7 billion people. We need to kill 4 billion of them or something like that. That's really part of their thinking. And so you cannot, you cannot give these people an inch, much less what we did during COVID.
1: Another analysis of official UK government data conducted by the team here at the Expose found that mortality rates per 100k are the lowest among the unvaccinated population in all age groups, and it takes approximately five months for the elevated mortality among the vaccinated to be realized. The first COVID-19 injection was administered in England on 8th of December 2021, and here are the figures on mortality rates by vaccination status in the following four months provided by the Office for National Statistics, source the unvaccinated were substantially more likely to die of any cause other than COVID-19 than the vaccinated population in both January and February 2021, before the rate seemed to normalize by the end of April. But look at what happened from May 2021 onwards, Source, all of a sudden, the vaccinated population as a whole were more likely to die than the unvaccinated of any cause other than COVID-19. And this trend has continued month after month since.
0: (sighs) I mean, can you imagine? I mean, look at what we're talking about here. This is official government UK data. Now, the reason we're having to get data from the UK and other countries is because our government won't release this data. Uh, Pfizer has the data. Moderna has the data, but they won't release the data. And, you know, so we, we can't analyze data from the United States. Um, but look at li- – listen to the first comment at the very beginning of this segment, that mortality per 100K – 100K just means 100,000, by the way, but mortality for 100, 000, per 100,000 people – is in is in the lowest uh, rate for unvaccinated people in all age groups. So you would think, I mean, all things being equal, if you had the vaccine, your mortality for all age groups would be lower. So you know, it's just it's just very strange. And then and then they talk about um, the the time it takes. Uh, for this death to catch up is about five months. So how, you know, how would that make you feel to, you know, take the vaccine and then find out, oh, I've only got about, or maybe I only have five months to live, you know, who knows? We don't really know why it affects some people and doesn't affect others, but we know that the ones it does affect, it tends to affect them five months after they've had the vaccine. So this is, this is very disturbing information and there's nothing on MSNBC, CNN, um, ABC, NBC, CBS, even Fox News. Nothing on Fox News about this kind of information. So, you know, what, what does this all mean? I, I have no idea. But it—it it, what it does mean is that there's some, uh, I think, some major cover-up afoot uh, to try to bury all this information. Uh, but the problem is, man, there's other countries involved. It's not just the United States. And so um, we'll see how it all plays out, but it's not looking good for Pfizer and Moderna at least. And I think AstraZeneca has similar problems with their vaccine data.
1: It also turns out this trend tallies up with those who received the COVID-19 injections first. People in England were vaccinated by order of age, with the eldest being offered the COVID-19 injection first. The following chart shows the age-standardized mortality rates per 100,000 person-years by vaccination status and age group for the month of May 2021. The figures show that in May the three age groups who had a higher mortality rate among the vaccinated were the 70-79, 80-89, and 90-plus-year-olds. The trend then continues into June with vaccinated 60-69-year-olds joining the highest mortality rate club. This, therefore, tallies up with the findings of the New England Journal of Medicine study that it takes approximately five months for the negative effectiveness of the COVID-19 injection to be realized. But what's most concerning is the evidence that the COVID-19 injection is proving to have negative effectiveness among people who have previously been infected, whereas unvaccinated people who have previously been infected are proving to have positive immunity. This proves that COVID-19 vaccination is destroying the natural immune system.
0: So let that sink in, you know, that, that this, this gene therapy, this experimental treatment they've been foisting on everybody is actually destroying your immune system. Well, isn't that just great? I mean, (laughs) you know, this is, this is, this is a government program from top to bottom. I mean, I know, there's not, you know, from the New York Times and and some of the official outlets, Washington Post and others, they're not saying that this program in China uh, was a U.S. program, but there's there's a lot of evidence if you go look that that uh, the money trail uh, leads to uh, the NIA the NIAD or whatever that uh, Dr. Fauci ran, and it also uh, there's there's a lot of Connections with like this Peter Dazak guy, uh, who received grant money from from the U.S. government to to run these programs. Hell, He's on YouTube bragging about it. So there's a, there's there's definite connections uh, to our involvement in the creation of SARS-CoV two, and 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 the and the connection to the to the treatment or to the, uh, the to the medical response, the the Centers for Disease Control and uh, national institutes of health are right at the center of the of the covid 19 lockdown policy vaccination policy masking policy the entire thing was run by those government agencies so i mean this is all going to be laid at the feet of government basically and so you know i don't know what you think about that but for me it just confirms what i've always known and always suspected that the government is not your friend it's not it, it, it was de- it was designed initially to protect our liberty but it's 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 flipped that somehow and now only p- people that are connected are protected by the government those that those of us that aren't connected you know we don't have a man in washington so to speak like atlas shrugged tells us in that book We're we're not connected. We're not connected. So we don't, we're not protected by the government.
1: Despite a mass media campaign to make you believe getting a booster is essential to top up your immunity due to declining effectiveness, it is actually impossible for vaccine effectiveness to wane when it comes to the COVID-19 injections. Vaccine effectiveness is not a measure of the effectiveness of a vaccine. It is a measure of a person's immune system performance. The COVID-19 vaccine is supposed to work by injecting mRNA into your body, which then invades your cells and instructs them to make the spike protein found on the alleged SARS-CoV-2 virus. Once your body has produced millions of spike proteins, your immune system is supposed to get to work, rid the body of the spike proteins, and then remember to release those same antibodies if you ever encounter the actual alleged SARS-CoV-2 virus. So, when the authorities state that the effectiveness of the vaccines weakens over time, what they really mean is that the performance of your immune system weakens over time. Just
0: another quick reminder: this study was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. I mean, this is this is the premier journal of medicine in all of medicine. I mean, this is this I, I don't even know what to say, but this is this is telling you this. This is a great source of information, and it's telling you that boosters do not boost or give your immune system a kick. The fact that you're having to take boosters more frequently, is should be telling you, and it is telling you, that your immune system is actually getting weaker over time. In other words, the vaccines, the gene therapies, the mRNA vaccines that you're taking are actually weakening your immune system. And making you more susceptible to various other diseases uh this is this is uh astonishing really uh it's it's almost it's almost hard to think of anything to say about it other than uh, the cover-up is going to be even more astonishing and more probably crazier i mean you're going to probably see uh well we're already starting to see like dr peter mccullough i noticed was Suspended from Twitter, this guy's one of the premier voices in this uh, in this whole fiasco. That's the COVID nineteen um, experience, for lack of a better term. Uh, you're you're starting to see people that are critical to uh, critical voices to to telling the public about what's really happening here. They're already starting to be pushed aside and and silenced. And this is uh you know this is what. This is what the government and its uh, uh, its agents, like uh, people that work at Twitter and people that work at Facebook, this is what they do. They they uh, they collude. Okay, there's a word back from the Trump administration with one another to silence these voices. And the the reality is, you know, if if there was nothing to hide, there would be no vo- there would be no voices to silence. I mean, there would just be. You would look, and there would be no evidence, and that would be the end of it. But uh, there is a lot of evidence, and it's mounting every day.
1: The problem we are seeing in the New England Journal of Medicine Study and real-world data is that the vaccination population's immune systems are not returning to the natural state seen among most of the unvaccinated population. If they were, then we would be seeing vaccine effectiveness, immune system performance, close to 0%. But the New England Journal of Medicine study proves the effectiveness is breaking the 0 percent barrier into negative effectiveness. And real-world data supplied by the UK government, unfortunately, shows the exact same thing. The following table has been stitched together from the case rate tables found in the Week 3, Week 7 and Week 13 UK Health Security Agency vaccine surveillance reports. Source the following chart has been created using the figures contained in the above table. Source data the above shows a rapid improvement in case rates among the unvaccinated population in every single age group over three months and a frightening rise in case rates per 100,000 among triple vaccinated individuals in every single age group over a period of three months.
0: So if you're unvaccinated, the frequency with which you're getting COVID-19 is going down. Uh, you're, not, you're not getting COVID-19 as frequently and not as severely. But if you're triple vaccinated, it's skyrocketing. You're getting COVID-19 more frequently and more severely. I mean, this, again, I go back to the doctor's creed, you know, first do no harm. I mean, how could how could they let this happen? This says something very disturbing about the entire medical community, um, especially in this immunology and um disease centers for Disease Control and things like that. These entire these agencies need to be completely dissolved. I mean, health and human services needs to be completely dissolved. There's something so corrupt and so underhanded in these agencies. The Fed- the FDA needs to be completely dissolved and, and gotten rid of. And all the people that ever work there, can, should never be able to work there ever again. I mean, there's just, this, this is a level of corruption that runs so deep and so wide. It's hard to even know how far it goes. And really short of just eliminating these agencies, I don't know that we would ever get to the bottom of it.
1: In fact, the difference between the two groups was so significant that by week 12 of 2022, real-world vaccine effectiveness was proving to be as low as minus 391% among 60 to 69-year-olds. This had fallen from an already concerning effectiveness of minus 104.7% among the same age group by week 2 of 2022. Pfizer's formula, unvaccinated case rate, vaccinated case rate, unvaccinated case rate X100 equals vaccine effectiveness but as we've already explained, Vaccine effectiveness is not a measure of the effectiveness of a vaccine. It is a measure of a person's immune system performance. Therefore, this is evidence that the COVID-19 injections are destroying the immune system. Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome, (AIDS) is a condition that can cause a number of potentially life-threatening infections and illnesses to occur when your immune system has been severely damaged. It is a common misconception that it is only caused by the HIV virus. There are actually several causes of AIDS, and one of the rarer causes is drugs and medications. Unfortunately, the New England Journal of Medicine Study and official UK government data both suggest that the COVID-19 injections should now be added to the list of causes.
0: Wow. Go back and listen to the very first part where they talk about the difference between the vaccinated and unvaccinated. The, the the unvaccinated, or, or excuse me, the vaccinated people are 390% more likely to get COVID-19 as a result of being vaccinated over and above what the vaccinated people are, are uh, likely to get. That is an extraordinary, That that's not just like you're 2% more likely or 5% more likely. That's almost 400% more likely. Now what that what that's telling us is that your immune system at least with respect to COVID-19 is shot, okay? It is ineffective against COVID-19. And that is that's very disturbing. Again, you know, the government was behind this from top to bottom. Go look at Event 201 on YouTube that they put on like October of 2019. And look at all the players that were involved. It's if you watch it, it's exactly what happened. They were practicing this before COVID-19 actually was unleashed on the globe. And it's just I don't there's just too many coincidences on this stuff to to not really be suspicious about its intentionality. I mean, I hate this conspiracy th- stuff just like the rest of it, you know, just like the rest of people. And I don't really deal in that so much, but man, this has got to come out. This has got to, people need to start talking about this and demand that it come out because this, this could be the crime of the century, literally. And, um, and I hope we get to the bottom of it one day because I don't see how we can live under a government, this diabolical and this crazy and insane, um, way of governing, you know, where, where, you know, some people think it's okay to inject a huge number of the population with something that eventually will kill them. I mean, that's just insane. But it's just a different kind of warfare. It's just a—it's not World War One or World War Two. Uh, you know, that we, we haven't been we haven't been successful at having those lately. And so maybe this is just the new kind of warfare that governments are going to perpetrate on people. I don't know. But I know this, it's, uh, it's, it's wrong, and it's not, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with freedom and liberty, which we supposedly stand for in the United States.
1: The vaccinated population as a whole were more likely to die than the unvaccinated of any cause other than COVID-19, and this trend has continued month after month since.